0: Welcome to my podcast. Wow, it's exciting to be here to record another uh, edition of this. This is amazing. Thank you for listening so much. I'm excited about today because this is an interview episode. Yes. Let's see what we have uh, for this interview. Uh, I reached out to a guy um, who I know around town. His name is Abbas and I, we had a great conversation the other day. Um, and sometimes I'm like, you know what, this conversation seems like you're willing to go and and share, and and it sounds really enlightening and and beautiful. Let's almost like stop right here. Would you come and talk to me for this episode of a podcast? Would you share? So we're just going to have a conversation like we do, and um, share some happiness, some stories, hopefully. And remember, not everybody's a great storyteller. We'll see, uh, but that's a skill, you know? You can work on that. If you're not a great storyteller, you can break down what it means to be a great storyteller and, um, and, and become better. Some of the best people, you, you know, used to not be that good. So, here we go. Um, he should be coming down any minute, and then we'll get started. Play, if you're uh, not really a musician.
1: You know, anybody can do that. Look well, at you. You're all equipped with mics. and.
0: <laughs> it's such a, t- it's a hack job. I have a friend uh, who came over and he was like, oh, he, he's a really good, like, podcaster and voiceover guy. And I should probably get him on too. But he was like telling me everything to do. Oh, you got to get this set up and this set up. I was like, how about if mine sucks, but I'll just try, you know, I'll try hard. Yeah. So I I got like water and there's like a, a soda if you prefer Thank soda you. yeah you. and you can sit on the ground anywhere anywhere you want you can whatever whatever you want to do because yeah. it's fine.
1: just like I guess yeah. I don't know it's fine this way. I like the apartment the way you would, like finish like the you think it all matches nice. yeah yeah it's nice
0: it's yeah. home you know I I think I made it
1: like home yeah but, like a little. Sanctuary, you're a bit different for me because for me I don't like to see anything on the walls. Yeah. But if you notice, like my whole wall is just no anything, paintings, nothing. It's just like for me, it feels more relaxing if I, even though I appreciate the paintings, I appreciate everything.
0: Yeah. Um, you see, I have that, that thing there, and like something big there. I think I feel like, like a space is expanded through. Of changes of vertical shapes. Right. Oh, that's what... So, like, something vertical there, something horizontal there, you know? And, and it, if it repeats, like, throughout the place, you feel I feel like more of, like, a flow or something. Yeah. Rather than if, like, every wall is the same. <laughs> I'm making it sound crazy. <laughs> so I want all of my walls to be the same. Uh, but there's, like, I don't know. There's I never really thought of it once until I was, like, trying to explain why do I want a big thing there, you know? yeah and that picture
1: I, I love that picture it's cool it's romantic it, it's romantic however like i feel bad for the uh, two guys who having the umbrellas are they trying to protect the two people or what like the house staff right yeah
0: <laughs> yeah I, I wonder sometimes i wonder if um I, I think i wrote a whole big thing on that once but i was like why do I like that? First of all, it's please. It's not too, even though there's dark clouds in the back, it's like, uh, it doesn't feel brute, it doesn't feel dangerous. Right. So it feels, and I think it might be a flirtation between those two house people. I think they might be having fun.
1: It seems that they are dancing too.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> like they're like holding those umbrellas. They're like, look yeah. at our crazy bosses or whatever. Right. Um, the, you know, this could be fun.
1: They are having fun. Yeah, that's true. I see that now.
0: Maybe. it's a good interpretation, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so
1: that's, that's the, uh, the two-bedroom
0: apartment. We should say uh, that I know you from living in this cool building yeah. in L.A. Yeah. yeah <laughs> in true. Los Angeles. And yeah, it, it was really cool meeting uh, like people and, and just bringing like, awesome people into this community who I just think were
1: responsible, friendly, nice. So. Well, this has been what a year yeah. and a half now. Mm-hmm. And then when I came here, I definitely fell in love with the apartment, with the big window in there. Yeah. Because I really like precious things. And. Um, yeah, you have that towering window. Yeah. Plus, you were also nice at that moment to me. So it's like seems like a cool place to be around here.
0: I probably gave you some of the bad side, right? The bad side? Yeah, like, I think one of the ways that I bring people in is I know, like, the downsides and the good things mm-hmm. about, about like, a community. So, you know, I think I was in the mood of, get, of doing that for people. <laughs> like, I'd be like, hey, it's,
1: it's cool, it's great to live here, but it's here's something you're going to have to deal with. But that means you're honest, like, you're, like... Yeah. It's not... Uh, maybe that's what also made me feel, like, more relaxed here because I know wherever I go it's going to be... You know, n- nothing is going to be perfect, but however, like, usually, like, salesmen or usually, like, people who are trying to convince you, uh, they show yeah. you only the good side, and then you will be, like, surprised.
0: It's got to be a legit bad side, too. You yeah. can't just be, like, when I was looking at cars the other day, I don't know, you know, like, the only bad thing is the air conditioner blows so cold. It's so cold. <laughs> <laughs> It's, like, it's, that's a fake bad thing. Yeah. Or, it's you know... I don't know. Car, car sales is, is the worst. Yeah. So let's get, I guess I just want to have a conversation. I think like the best conversation is just, um, yeah, like when, when you grew up, what did, what did
1: your folks do? Were they in the same line of work? Like. Uh, my or, parents? Yeah. No, my parents, uh, my dad was, he, was uh, he, wor- he worked for the government. Yeah, they, we have like a national tobacco company where they buy the tobacco from the farmers. Yeah, and from farmers over over there. Over there. Yeah, and my mom, she was. And we can say like where
0: you're from, right? Yeah, because we were <laughs> gonna say your first and last name. I just I don't know how people feel about that. If you're like a celebrity, it's like, hey, I might. Yeah, my name is I, yeah. Kevin Costner,
1: <laughs> and I don't mind saying everything. It's all right. My name is Abbas. Alright, I don't care showing. <laughs> sure. You know, it's nothing. All right. And what you're talking about I'm, is Lebanon. I'm yeah. I was born and raised in Lebanon until I was 20, 24 when I moved to, United, to the United States. Okay, um, we'll go back to um like so. Your your
0: dad at it's like a good living, good yeah, job. Yeah, he, he just happened to be in like agriculture.
1: Yeah, he was um you know he wasn't a farmer, but he was the one who, uh, who mainly like interacts with the farmer by the stuff by the yeah tobacco from them and then we had a good we we had a good life except for did he sell it to cigarette companies so no he was working yeah so the company would sell it to philip morris to british american tobacco so they can make you know interesting the different
0: we always think of it as tobacco is coming from tobacco row in, (laughs) in in north carolina virginia yeah south carolina but it comes from everywhere lebanon Well, Lebanon.
1: There's a big yeah. There's a big farming uh, in terms of tobacco. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how big is Lebanon? Lebanon, (laughs) it's the so I know that it's the same size as a state that I don't know how to pronounce. It's called. There's a state you don't know how to pronounce. No, that's awesome. Connecticut. Yeah, Connecticut. Did I say it's? There's a C that you don't say. Yeah. Connecticut. Right. Right. So, it's the same same size. We are 3.5 million people. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact, there's more people outside Lebanon, Lebanese people outside Lebanon than in Lebanon itself.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> wow, I wonder when that became the, the case.
1: And there's more Lebanese in Brazil than in Lebanon. No way! <laughs> that just,
0: like, it makes you kind of reconsider what it is to be of a, you know, a place. It's like, what? Yeah. The place is... It's the people It's true not the geography so yeah. but you know you do share in common people who have gone through what lebanon's gone through
1: yeah uh it's been like my life there was overall good because uh, it was like a middle class like kind middle of. class yeah we i we lived in middle class you know uh we never felt like oh we needed something at the same time we didn't have the luxury stuff there not luxury stuff yeah um, how, what, what else? Um, yeah, like, I, um,
0: where, was, was it like a, a big family or what? Uh, it, we were
1: uh, three kids. Oh, okay. In a family, nice. Right. That's perfect. It's, I love yeah, that. Two, two guys and one girl. hmm And, um, yeah, we lived. like, I was, I was born in 1982 and that, there was a war then. I lived my life in five wars Um, but like this actually these has affected me in a positive way rather than in a negative way these wars are you serious unfortunately I have to say that but you know wars are usually like war war and something
0: bad but you mentioned casually the other day you're like oh, at that time there was a war so I didn't do this (laughs) program (laughs) and it's just like wow so that that sheds light on how you were able to just say that, like, not like, oh, you know what, um, there's a lot of traffic, so I didn't do that that day. You're like, there's a war that day. So I didn't have to. <laughs> so, I, I <laughs> a, so I waited to put in my visa application or something. Yeah. Um, wow. So 82. So your mom is teaching you how to talk, and your dad is teaching you how to talk and walk
1: while there is, like, a war. How far away from your, like, place was it? Uh, the war? Yeah. We were in the war zone, so we were literally like, you know, like seeing all the bombs coming. And our house was destroyed twice. Uh, Your so house was destroyed yeah. twice. Uh, one in 1993, it was like, you know, the destruction was so big. When you're 10. Yeah, almost 11. 11. So about 11. But good thing we were not at home at that time. Yeah. So things happened. Um,
0: but, but, <laughs> I mean, you come home and there's like, your house is has a giant hole in it, and there's a bomb like still smoldering up into the sky, and well, and you guys together go like, well, it's a good thing we weren't at home. No, 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 no not it wasn't, no, it wasn't that much, like you know. oh, Yeah, let's go. Out, wow. Suddenly, like, Can we, we all could, agree that? Thank was, God we decided to see that. I,
1: it wasn't even a good movie, but. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't, it, it, no, it wasn't that much. Uh, so it was more of like, you know, the war started like three days before. Yeah. And then um, since we lived in a war zone, we always like have to leave when war starts. So we cannot, you know, stay. Yeah. So we left <clears throat> uh, to a safer place, to a safer city. Uh, but then when, when we arrived back, yeah, that's how it was. We, we saw that the house was destroyed. <coughs> but it We're, wasn't just our house like you know here. yeah a lot. when you see the thing is was that from like things from airplanes or um i don't know how it so there is many like missiles from a long so ways away missiles there's planes yeah um i think it was uh, m- m- like two missiles okay. that, uh, uh, but it was you know when you see all of the houses around you and you went you see people dying you will stop thinking about like these materialistic things and you'll be like well this is could be replaced this could be rebuilt and fortunately we were able to rebuild and uh and we keep going that's how it is yeah (laughs) you rebuild and you keep going but
0: i I know one guy named dan from he's from just down the road and he's lebanese and he talked about war he was really he really seems traumatized a, a little more yeah. by it but he said the same thing like yeah that on the way to school there like there would be a bomb yeah you know and it what made me think is a kind of a cool lesson to take away from that is when these things are going on and I wouldn't I don't even want to talk about like who who on earth is fighting right no because that's matter. a different podcast that's a different like state of mind that cares about that I think that we can say that doesn't it seem like in every war there are people who are like they just want to live (laughs) like you guys can fight this just sucks we have to persevere through this yeah I wish there were not a war I don't care about anything badly enough to fight a war right but if those forces are going to do it I have to either leave um go on and continue like I can until it becomes just like impossible. Yeah. So, wow, what a remarkable state of mind that
1: must it's get you to. It's so different. And, and that's why, like, I, you know, yes, the concept is war. Nobody likes it, you know, except the, the people who are benefiting from it. Yeah, okay. And there's people who benefit from war. There are professional wars, people who. Job right? Um, yeah. Is comes from there being wars. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, you know who 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 gets killed are those people who are lo- you know losing, and that's why I didn't want to be there anymore. Like I want to be more in a more relaxed, more safe. Place. Yeah. And that's why I came to the United States.
0: And that's why there are places like Brazil or outside yeah. of of Lebanon that are like, man, that's a sign of them. Pretty cool culture. So, yeah. if there was no war there, uh, would it be pretty pretty cool? I mean, is it, would it be even, pretty? Uh, would are people nice? I
1: mean, do people yeah. enjoy life? It's, so, definitely, war affects people negatively, like in terms of their behavior, their personalities. Yeah. However, they have been really like supportive of each other through the whole wars, until when the politicians start like. Telling the people, because usually the wars are between one country and another country, right? Oh, yeah. And when when it's this way, the people are nice to each other. Like, war has not been affecting them because they want to help each other. Until the politicians start interfering and making the split between the people, uh, the Lebanese people. And that's when they start like, oh, you know, because Lebanon is Christian and Muslims they will be like, well, the, the Christians are trying to rule, let's, tr- you know, not let this happen, or the Muslims will be like, the Muslims oh, are trying to rule. So they start, like, you know, uh, using the divide and conquer They approach. use They use that to, for political purposes only. Right, and that's when people start hating each other, because they are, like, you know, afraid of the other now. And that's what's yeah. unfortunately happening these days in the United States uh, with the you can political tell. parties. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully things were... so that kind of
0: seems familiar to you from <laughs> from uh how they do it with the two they really make it seem like there are two they always make it seem like there are two yeah there's no a person that can embody values of everything mm-hmm. you have to be one or the yeah. other yeah and it's that's just not true yeah like we were saying um yesterday that there's and i it does seem like that there's a re, almost like a revolution of people who are expanding, to kind of make their new. It's not a religion, but it's a movement. the be, yeah like a movement. the The best values of any religion that they've, you know, get rid of the other ones. Exactly. It's almost like an evolution of the religion that you maybe came up with that I came up with. Yeah. Um, and saying like you know I can take the best of that,
1: right?
0: And kind of evolve it to a mindful place.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with you. I totally Do agree you? with you. Like I, Even from
0: like, there are people from Lebanon, from the Middle East, who are doing the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Who are like, dude, that politician is crazy Yeah, and
1: exploitative. I'm not following that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. And at some point, I started realizing that, yes, religion at some point, it served a really good thing for the humanity... Yeah. unfortunately these days the humans are not using it in the right way so I think there should be something different not necessarily different religion or whatever but there's some <laughs> movement that has to change things that has to I don't know like make you know as you said like to take the best part of all religion which is like treating people nice uh, being a good you know citizen to wherever you live an ambassador of the world yeah an ambassador a um
0: steward of the world yeah
1: like you have to be um helping like this is this is the most important part yeah however like this is not what's happening these days and i see that even religious people i don't know here i don't think it's happening in the united states but in lebanon religious people interfere in politics i'm like that doesn't make sense see that's what made me feel like Religion, it's still a different story to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. But so, was your
1: household growing up religious? Uh no. Well, yes and no. I mean, mod, moderate, just yeah. moderate religious, and like they. Um, kind of like the routine. The routine like, stuff. This is what we do on the yeah. this holiday or whatever. However, like it does, like they are, they were not in a way that oh, that's what the religious priest or whatever told us to do we should be doing this no they always think about it and oh yeah try to yeah um i was fortunate to be living in such a family but there are some families who are you know blindly following and fanatic in terms of religion yeah and that's also that's dangerous to society
0: yeah (laughs) but some of them are good like i know some people who are like really really over like here some people who are you know from christian families that they just like really really like make every move is about like their their church and you know they want to preach 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 and that's all they do and they and like I don't like to get into that with them but they're really nice good people like they're really generous you know and yeah. they really they really want to do you feel like that aspect of like That's dangerous, too. No, no, definitely not. I don't feel like it's dangerous. (laughs) I feel like it's, like, a little different. But they're awesome. Like, I don't... They don't have, like, maybe an expanded worldview that I think is is really helpful. Right. But they're
1: just amazing people. What I'm talking about, definitely not these people. And I'm, like, if I see somebody religious, of course I wouldn't be like, oh, you're religious, that's bad. No, of course not. What I'm talking about, I'm talking about those people who think that they like you know especially for example think about isis these days they mm-hmm. kill based thinking that this is what the religion is telling them and that's not true but they are use, abusing their religion okay. uh, think about like there are also extreme orthodox that if at some point they were killing like if you look back in like in europe like the the christian orthodox or how they were fighting back in the days they were fighting because of religion not because of yes you know yeah so this is what i'm afraid of i'm definitely not afraid of people who are you know helping each other who are like you know in a community hell you know. yeah no that's definitely that's very important to say and that's why religion is like if you want to think of the good part of the religion is this part It's keeping mm-hmm. people you know together and, support yeah.
0: and yeah the best parts and i think maybe that's the cool thing and the exciting thing about like the mindfulness revolution Is because the people who are of that awareness, like if how whenever you were introduced to it, um, and how I've just been pouring myself into it more and more in the last few months, that seems exciting to me because those people, when sharing that perspective, we can embrace the people who are also who are like religiously dogmatic, like you said, like the dangerous ones or the ones who are even if they're not dangerous, they do bring that conflict because they care so much that they're right and that others are wrong. Like, we can embrace them and say, you don't... We're not going to say that you're wrong. We're going to say that you do a lot of good things. We're, and, and from this other side. I like, like You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm excited about. That's why I want to do this podcast yes. is because... And that's why I want to share, like, and find... I don't have ideas, but I want to find those ideas that do kind of bring people together because that's what's going to... Be like, make us be able to tackle really important issues again. Um, Because right now, we spend so much time. Like, people spend a lot of time complaining about the other people. (laughs) And if we can take some of that time and rise above that and, and encourage other people to be like... I used to just think it was through education. Oh, we need to just pump more money into schools and make people smarter. But I think it comes... It has to be a movement where just more people share that energy with exactly. other people.
1: It's action. Again, going back to that. Action. Word, if you just want to, you know, nag without, you know, yeah, yeah acting yeah. without, you know, pushing something that yeah. you know, you're bringing negative negativity to the whole society. However, if by work, by the way, you know some some actionable things, when you do some action, that's when things change. That's too. when things
0: change. And, yeah, not just complaining. Don't tell, tell somebody how bad the other side is. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. But there's so much of that that's going on. And I think that we need it both here and in, you know, Lebanon and, you know, every country of the Middle East, you know, God knows, they need it. Um, so if you... The, you know, the more you can share stuff like this, the better. Like, look, we're not all like that. We there are beautiful things about mm. you, what your parents believed, but you can transform that. You can
1: elevate that. Right. You know, and just get, suck them out of that. Whatever. Right. You whatever. have to be always dynamic. Like you cannot just be stuck in your in the way it yeah. was happening before. Things have changed now, and I'm not saying that. You know, people should stop being religious or should stop, you know, being, uh, uh, thinking about the way maybe they perceive God or whatever. No, they shouldn't, but they should at the same time, like evolve with what's happening these days and the technology evolved with people, you know, mm-hmm. Thinking. Mm-hmm.
0: um,
1: there's something that
0: technology has like, I have this saying, this kind of theory or I don't know, way to understand why it, it, there's so much. Attention in the news. Like, first of all, I feel great because I don't pay attention to politics anymore <laughs> at all. Like you said, the war. Like I'm stepping over the bombs. I wish they weren't there, and I'm trying to find ways to like find other people that aren't gonna throw like drop bombs. But I'm just stepping over them. I'm not checking Google News anymore. I used to be a junkie. Yeah. You know, I used to be like, whoa, what this is, what's going on? I really did. Yeah. You know, and I think I've been on both left and right side of it at some point in my life um but I, so I don't do that anymore and I think what I was going to say is that the internet and especially like the internet it was one thing but now it's like handheld internet 24-hour internet yeah and it, at first it seemed like and like entrepreneurs it is a sharing of ideas that makes us supposed to come together more enlightened yeah as a, a world, right? Right, right. But it, it feels like we didn't, we don't come together with differences. We just, it makes it easier to find people who already agree with us, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so we just surround our, ourselves, we just reinforce ourselves. And I think that there's a lot of people that are just constantly reinforcing and building up momentum for what they freaking believe. So, so devoutly. And it becomes like a kind of a fanatical thing. Yeah. So fanaticism gets stronger. Whereas for a while I think we were excited that the internet was going to bring us all together.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately like, you know, it's okay, there's something you mentioned earlier which I might disagree with you on. Oh, nice. Listening listening to the news. Now, definitely like the news, the way it's coming to us Mm -hmm. in its shape It's definitely affecting us in a negative way, and it's affecting the society to go more towards, you know, hatred and, you know, separating each other. Yeah. However, the sensationalization. Yeah. Okay. However, at the same time, you know, like there's things going on in the world, and if we put, you know, if we put our. Blinder. uh, Yeah. If we, you know, close our, our eyes. If we close our eyes, you know bad things might keep happening. However, this is a
0: really interesting thing. I'm so glad you're
1: talking about this.
0: This is No, because this is a cool dichotomy that I, actually goes on in my head. Right. When
1: are you a good citizen? What's your job? Is your job to be aware of things. To be aware. However, you it's, your job is also to be able to filter the news, to be able to filter the bullshit in the news. Yes. Like, how can you detect bullshit in the news? Because whatever is presented to us, there's is there any kind of agenda behind it is it because mm-hmm. uh you know they i don't know what you know what kind of agendas they have when they like with these political parties and i'm talking all over the world it's not just in the united states mm-hmm. um i don't know like one time i read this definition about political science it's the the art of lying so, you have to detect how they are lying to us, how mm-hmm. you know uh, I don't yeah, know. and I
0: think that I was just thinking about this the other day, you know, I got something in the mail to for when to vote on the next thing, like mm-hmm. in l a um, this is the date of the election, and honestly, my personal trauma <laughs> just made me not care, you know I, this is the thing you know, I just like i don't. So, somebody else who's got... They've got, like, a billion-dollar development plan for, like, the metro rail system. <laughs> you know, like, there's a lot of, like, forces in that that are going to make that happen. I'm just going to sit this one out. You know, I, I don't care. I'm not going to go to See, that.
1: That's totally fine, but... It's,
0: but I also have this, like, endearing feeling that, like, you you must be, like, involved and... And understand things and research. Oh, so would this be a good thing? And you know, and I've yeah. done that too. I just maybe it's a time in my life. Um, but I I do think that what you're saying should happen, and it and it will happen when people are more like welcome to look. You don't have to listen to this. If that's a fiery vitriolic um, speech that that politician is giving, chances are he's lying. You know, look for sincerity and look for signs of sincerity. That's how you get through the bullcrap stories.
1: How do you know
0: these stories are true? You know, there's so many stories that you could read about and you're like, yeah, I think you, what you said, filter was a good word.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think you, it might be hard for us at the beginning, like, especially if we were raised in a system that is not allowing us to detect these things. Yeah. But at some point, like, you know, education, going back to the idea of education, there shouldn't be like, you know, they always just teach us sciences and arts, and but they forget the idea about, you know, civil education and how can we mm-hmm. be better citizens, how can we be able to filter news yeah. like this, how can we be able to, um, like, for example, I'm a professor of statistics, I teach my students how to, because some, sometimes, like, people lie with statistics, uh, Yes, and it's it's yes you know you they, can lie with statistics you can lie and I mean, you can tell when they're manipulated yeah right? exactly and then to, to, to some people statistics is numbers meaning that oh this is fact That's I'm like true well it's facts but uh, you know you have to be to understand how like the methodology is happening because it's very easy to switch from one side to another side just by showing you know the top part of the picture rather than the full full picture and it's very easy to do it in statistics.
0: Wow. I bet it is I bet that you can read like an article that that has some numbers and you're just like oh people don't understand they're just they're so focused on that one statistic they don't understand yeah yeah so that is maybe like in I mean it, even when we're learning arithmetic we can learn some of the ways that arithmetic yeah. can be used yeah. like you know Tommy has five apples and Susie has only two apples you know like Tommy has the propensity naturally from some part of his nature that he wants to get the other apple from Susie. From Susie. <laughs> so so now that we know that, what's a good agreement they can come to? Because we know that they both want as many apples as they can get. Yeah. You know, so we're we we got to be teaching kids like how to how to apply this as good people. Yeah. As we're teaching them, just two plus two is four.
1: It's true. It's it's true. It's true.
0: And, and, and like, right now we have a place for that and it's like, that's your religion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, religion will teach you that. Yeah. You have also to be, again, critical about religion. In my opinion. I don't know. I still have this in my mind that there's some, like, if you dig deep inside in every religion, there are certain, you know, scriptures that,
0: you know, might be
1: interpreted in a bad way. So there's this has to be cleared up. You know? yeah
0: uh, I think so too you can interpret anything in a in a positive way so if anybody's interpreting it in a negative way then they don't get it maybe they don't get what's there
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know yeah they don't get it yeah. Yeah. if it makes you feel bad in any way or anybody else feel bad I think you maybe need to take another pass yeah. at it and say maybe I completely need to shift the way this thing is coming across
1: yeah, that's what I think. I mean, it's it's always good to uh, you know uh, get things with an open, with open eyes, open mind, and open heart. Open heart meaning that you are willing to, uh, you know, receive people's information, even they are, even if they are different from you. Yeah. Open mind is to filter it. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, you know, it, you're gonna suck everything from other people, and that's not. What you should be doing what do you mean meaning that like if let's say um like taking the example of both uh, you know Democratic and uh Republicans, mm-hmm. right for some reason both of them they don't want to listen to each other and oh yeah there's something good in this party there's something but good in this party there's something bad and there's something yes. bad here however <coughs> they they just have the open eyes, but they don't have the open heart. The open eyes, because they keep, like, looking for the bad things in the others. I see. And then trying to point them out, so they keep, like, you know, saying what's bad in you, what's bad in you, but they don't say what's good in you, what's good in me. Ah. And that's where the open heart, and if if that happens, the synergy is going to be different among citizens. People can still have different opinions, but there's, now there's no synergy anymore. Yeah.
0: So I'm kind of like dedicating myself to what you just talked about. What you just said. And that's a cool way to shorten it. Open eyes and open heart. Right now, you, you we're, I think we're all showing each other that our eyes can be open. We can find as yeah. many bad things. But if, when we focus on that, it's almost like the, the the concept of validity of a statement. Like if you've taken... I don't, I I guess it would be like introductory philosophy classes at university or something. Like who says a statement has, it has a measure of validity to it. And I think that we're so used to saying things like, but you're saying that it's not valid. Like you're actually making money off of this war and saying it's needed. Yeah. We know like literally like the definition of what you're saying is invalid. I can't, I can't take that, you know, from you. And so when you're saying when you're a devout like person who need who wants like democratic um influence more than republican influence but you're saying it it's like that's it just comes with this invalid like because you're delivering it yeah you know you have to find ways that to to connect and that's what dude I really really want to do because there are people I love that are on both sides uh, you know, like, basically, I, I love this person, I love this person, this person thinks everything this person thinks is stupid, yeah, <laughs> or evil, yeah. you know? That's bad. Like, yeah, that's... this person thinks that person is stupid and evil, and I'm like, no, I love both of you guys, and let's stop, you know, putting your energy into these things, yeah. like, elevate,
1: evolve. What are you gaining from that? Like, when, when, they, when they, like, they fight with each other... Yeah. Especially, like, when they be like, oh, I don't... You know, when they start realizing that I, I hate this person, and you know, because of their opinions. But, again, what are you gaining from this? Like and I
0: guess you're not gaining anything. It's
1: an ego thing. It becomes an ego
0: thing, and it really becomes a pastime. Like, I like football. Mm-hmm. It just becomes, like, you, you want to get... Ooh, that enforces something. I think it's almost like an addiction. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. And maybe just through a little more, more people who aren't buying that crap and who are publicly saying and maybe not just not being afraid to say. Look, I love you. I had a really big conversation with my dad. I wish I had that on (laughs) podcast when he visited me a few weeks ago. And he's a really, really right wing guy. I mean, everything. Ends up being a political statement about how bad the political left is, and you know, yeah. And then I know other people that are just the opposite. Well, because of the political right, you know, wants to do this. And um, I told him it really seems like he's not joyful, it seems like he cares a lot and he thinks about these things a lot in a way to just like be angry, and he's probably not going to save anything. Yeah, He's probably not going to save the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 Especially if it makes you feel bad and not enjoy your own life.
1: Yeah.
0: You, you know, so, and I, I don't think I had told him that in a but while. at the same
1: time, he's a very wonderful. <laughs> at sure the same he's time, he's a wonderful <laughs> human, <laughs> he's a human being. a human being. Yeah. So, uh, and I
0: hate to see him burdened yeah. by crap that he just thinks so much God it's world yeah. has problems, you know? It's like, yeah, it does, but it's not your job to tell everybody how bad anybody is.
1: Right. Right. But this is the only way you can you know, people by nature they are driven by um what do you call this? Um instinct. Yeah. No matter what, like we all still go back to our animal instinct that we have to be driven somehow yeah you know definitely when we are grown up we started you know changing that by through education through our interaction with people however the politicians know that there are people who are not necessary I'm not saying education in terms of schools education I'm saying education in terms of like the, the system in terms of you know uh what's hidden behind the layers of the system Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's why they are able to play with people's mind and manipulate them to move to this side or to that side yeah
0: i think that do you think that there are people that are unknowingly or un that's like they're they're instrumental in that exploitation but even they are not doing it in some kind of yeah. sinister way. There, you can be instrumental in that, and you can be like taking care of your kids and paying for their awesome like life and yeah and love yeah yeah. But totally the job that you have, you know, you're kind of instrumental in that, and, and you have to be good. Totally. And uh, so just like I think it's a movement thing that hopefully that it will be. Def- I think like a movement can diffuse. Like diffuse some of the vitriol and some of the hate. Let's try to just diffuse some of it. Yeah. Like bring bring it down. Kick it down a notch. Yeah. You know, kick some other things up. So that's awesome. What when you were ten years old and there's a war, how how long did you get to go without another war?
1: Till (laughs) nineteen ninety (laughs) six. Three years. Three years. Uh, so 1996, and then 2000, and then, and then 2006. Uh, every three or four years. Yeah. Um, okay.
0: And to that, when was it that you actually, so you got out of um, university in 06?
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, that time, so I graduated with um, with a master's uh, in computer science, and then, I, I, like after that, I had a conference in Turkey. That it was like around july and like so early was it straight july. through
0: like um here i guess it you get like a four-year degree mm-hmm. and then two years in two years or less you can get a master's right. like if you really work hard is it the same thing over there like yeah, did yeah. you so six years
1: of school yeah, six years i started okay. in 2000 and then i you know after my my master's i wanted to get my phd yeah and then um <laughs> You know, I applied to schools here, I got accepted, and I got a scholarship in Utah. So I decided to come to Utah. However, in July... What a beautiful place. It is a beautiful place. And whenever I tell people here in LA that I, I, you know, when I first moved, I moved to Utah, they, you know, sometimes they (laughs) roll their eyes. What were you doing? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I'm glad I ended up being in Utah at the beginning, you know. Uh, it's yeah and people are really nice there so in I remember the date, July 12th is when the the war started uh-huh. and then on July seventeenth, which is five days after that's when was my appointment for the embassy and I was supposed to be here in in the States in August so it's like a few days right like yeah a few weeks in between so when the war started like it, it happened with no even like without you know just suddenly it started like and people started jeez that's mind boggling <laughs> and then I was not in the same city where my parents were so I was visiting a friend in Beirut and um, so there and then the first thing what happens when war starts they bomb all highways so that the cities are disconnected from each other oh one.
0: right oh my gosh so this I means can't imagine <laughs> if they did that here that would ah. Oh.
1: Yeah, so... What chaos. It will... Yeah, it is chaos. And then, um, fortunately, at that time, I had my passport in my laptop, like, with my laptop in my bag. But then I wasn't able to, to fly because the airport was also bombed. This is another thing that, okay. you know, is done, the first thing. Um, so, wait, I, did you. this is like, you couldn't get... You couldn't go to the embassy. Oh, so I definitely couldn't go to the you, embassy.
0: You, you couldn't there. even go to the airport, even if you could get yeah. the correct p- paperwork or whatever right. signed off. Even if it.
1: the airport was there, if I don't have a visa, I can't come here. Yeah, like, so, so so I needed definitely a trapped. You're just like. And the embassy was closed because they were taking care of the U.S. citizens so that they can evacuate. Oh, them, they take part in is, like an evacuation. Yeah, process. yeah, that was really nice of you know, that's what I like about the United States. How much they respect their citizens. Like from war, they go and bring them back. Yeah, we bit. set up, like, this office to yeah. help people who are over there. Yeah. And so I was like, well, you know, uh, that's my luck. But however, I know that things will change. I don't know how. But at the same time, I wasn't very, like, uh, you know, I was, I knew that it, it's going to it's gonna work. But at the same time, like, I was like, if it doesn't work, that's also going to be fine. For me, this is my thinking in life, What which, which whatever path I take yeah. it's the right path it doesn't matter to me oh I love that <laughs> oh I
0: whatever path I take it's the right path
1: because if I didn't end up coming to the States I know that I'll be probably somewhere else maybe mm-hmm. I'll be I don't know like I know that you know yeah. with hard work I can do something whatever I am at right yeah so at at that point I you know I was like okay I'm just living a day per day until the war ends. However, that yes. war was not ending. It, you were, like, kind of open, just, okay,
0: I can't yeah. control this. Exactly. I'm kind of open to the next thing, right. keeping
1: myself, you know, comfortable, alive, yeah. for a while. Right. Something will come along. Right. At the same time, I kept thinking what I can do, what I should be doing in order to move on, instead of, yes. just, you know, staying. staying yeah, like yeah. It. So it just, I didn't just be like, and oh. You just uh, completely idle. Things. Yeah, I didn't think like, oh I know things are gonna happen in a nice way, you yeah. know. But here I'm sitting on on the I chair. never no. wanna, yeah, <laughs> I never wanna imply that
0: that's a good thing to just sit and be like something will happen. I mean when I when I say sit and think, like I mean I'm talking about like twenty minutes.
1: Yeah. Not like yeah, weeks exactly. like I'm exactly. not doing
0: anything for a few weeks, you know? Yeah. So working, thinking, and kind of problem solving. Okay, now I'm solving a different problem.
1: I'm solving a different problem. So I, you know, I started, you know, investigating what I could... And then I realized that my my brother lives in Dubai. If I were able to go to uh, Dubai, and then I can get a visa from there and come to the States. Uh-huh. However, there's a problem, which is the uh, airport is, is closed. That's right. Okay. And then... Uh, Without even telling my brother, after like you know, two days after, he called me. He's like, Abbas, I'm sending you a taxi from Syria. Syria is like, you know, we have a huge border with Syria. Yeah, okay. And Syria at that time, it was still a stable country. He's like, I'm sending a taxi. I called a taxi driver from Syria to come and pick you up from Beirut. And then come to Syria, to Damascus. And How I'm far there. is that? So usually... Between Beirut and Damascus, yeah, the by by car it's two hours. Oh okay. However, because of all of the highways are being all messed down, up, so you have to take like mountain roads and stuff like this. So it took nine hours to go from De- Beirut to Damascus. That would
0: be like you want to get to San Diego, so you have to kind of like
1: go up around like the Grand Canyon. Yeah. From yeah. here, <laughs> <laughs> going around. Yeah. 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 And at the same time you you have to be, you're you're scared because you know, if if a plane sees a car moving around then they can just bomb it because they don't they might think that these are you know, fighters or something. Oh <laughs> god. But I was oh, like, my gosh. But I was like, I don't care, you know, either way if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die
0: You're so <laughs> right? peaceful sounding to have ever in your whole life been in a car on a Busted up mountain road, <laughs> w- wondering if an airplane is going yeah. to see your car moving. But you have to take And risk. attack it. Yeah, that's a risk. risk. You have to take So risk. was this, that's just such a story to me, man. Wow. Yeah.
1: Was, did you do any of it at night without lights on? I don't like, remember. Like, did it get that yeah. intense? Honestly, I don't remember when. I No, I actually, no, it was during the day. Now I, I remember okay. when I left my friend's apartment. It was during the day. uh uh-huh. And, um, but then I don't exact, I vaguely remember the, the road because all I'm thinking is like, how can we reach the destination to to the destination? Yeah. Um, So
0: that's, um, uh, why my phone keeps on. So you're going from Damascus to to Beirut, Beirut to Damascus, Beirut to Damascus. So you're out by the coast in Beirut and you're going into Damascus, Syria, where everything was a little more chill at that time. Yeah.
1: And they were nice at that time. And they had an airport
0: there that you could fly to Dubai. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, uh, yes, they do. They did. However, there was um, no flights on that day. So the taxi driver kept driving to Jordan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To the airport there uh, so that we can, like, because we didn't have, I didn't have enough time to go. And and then I remember that. That if you want to get an appointment from the embassy it's not like oh it's yeah come now I encourage
0: anybody who's listening to this by the way mm-hmm. sorry to like get out their phone and just put in where these places are because we know the United States geography really well but mm-hmm. it helps if you are looking at it yeah yeah so now the taxi guy he keeps going to
1: Jordan where the air, there's more flights So Amman yeah in <laughs> Jordan there's more flights and then I again I needed to do this otherwise I would have stayed and waited in Syria but the thing is in order to to make an appointment at an embassy, American embassy, you need to do it like a month in advance. Uh-huh. It's not like, you know, on a uh, spot. So, you, you yeah know, walk-ins. Every, every day you walk-ins lose. Walk-ins accepted. Yeah, every day you lose is, is not uh, beneficial for you. So, yeah. I, that's why I had to go there. And then I flew, I arrived to Dubai. On the spot, I called the embassy. It was a consulate in Dubai. I called them and I said, well, I had an appointment in Lebanon, but then... You know, I was able to come to Dubai, but my school will start in like two weeks, so mm-hmm. it would be nice, you know, if you guys can give me an appointment and come. And that lady, she was so nice. And this was in the embassy staff the, worker you were talking to? Yeah. Okay. She was so nice. She was like, "Hey, yeah, 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 do you want to come today? And then I, th- today meaning that this is when I arrived to Dubai, like after the whole journey from Lebanon to Dubai without And staff. how far was she talking about, two weeks later, or? So she was, do you want to come today? Today? Yeah. And then I'm like, I wasn't even thinking all, I was just, you know, tired from the whole thing. And then I was like, can I come tomorrow? And then I was like, well, no, 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 I can come today. She's like, no, it's okay. You can come tomorrow. Before. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. Um, and then she, so she's like, I, I will consider you as a war victim. I didn't know what that meant, but yeah. I wasn't a victim victim. You know, I wasn't injured or anything, but she was nice um, to help. Yeah, and then on the second day, I arrived to the embassy, and then when I met to the the like whoever is doing the interview with you, and she's like, "Where are you going to the United States?" I said, "To Utah," and she's like, "Why Utah? Out of all of these?" I told her the <laughs> yeah. story that you know I. Um, what school was it? Utah State. Okay. Utah State. I told her like you know I I'm going there the program I was. Joining a program in instructional technology, which is really good program in Utah State. My, huh. I told her, and then I got a like a scholarship there. That's why I said, you know, yeah. it seems a good fit for me. She's like, "Are you sure you want to go to Utah?" I said, "Sure, I want to go to Utah." <laughs> and then uh, she's I like, wonder where this lady was from. I know, and then she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna." she, she stamped like a five. Here, visa, Okay. And, and, and then she's like, before you leave, let me tell you this. She's like, I'm from Utah. I'm from Logan. I went to Utah State, and that's why I kept asking you, are you sure?
0: Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: and then at that moment, I realized that things are, you know, getting better from for me because I'm yeah. like, Look out of, you know, all of these Americans in the United States. I ended up meeting with this particular person to do an interview with me. And she was from Utah. She went to the same school I'm going to. Synchronicity. <laughs> yes. That's like one of those cool, cool things. If
0: you are, if you're open to, open to seeing them. Yeah, and if you're on like this, the right path and you're excited about your path, yeah, I think that you get start to notice those things.
1: Exactly, that's, those are like little gifts from the universe. That's very true, very true, and things started going smooth after this. Um, the people in Utah they were really nice. They were yeah. calling. What a think. path to get there though! So you fly into that Salt Lake City airport. Yeah, so I um, I I flew to I think Cincinnati. It was the first. So you land in Cincinnati and then... From you, Jordan uh, to... From Dubai. It was oh, Dubai. right, right. Yeah. That got you to Dubai. So from Dubai, from Dubai to, to Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah. And then from Cincinnati to Salt Lake City. Uh-huh. Um, now, it's funny because when I arrived, I wasn't able to do much research in terms of, you know, the geography of Utah or how, you know, the different... I uh, no, you know you, you one had one. a lot on your plate, dude. So <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, you know, based on the movies, I... I you know whatever is stuck in my mind is is New York. So I was expecting you know tall buildings and everything. When no the way. plane landed, no way. <laughs> 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 and then I, and, and uh. I like on the highway I see like cows. Not on the highway, like on the yeah, side yeah. of the highway, and I'm like so mm, I'm much not open sure. space. <laughs> yes, um, but it turned out it was like you know five years I spent in Utah. It was like oh one really. Of my wonderful like time I spent in my life oh. was in Utah. It made me like a very uh, happy, positive, uh, relaxed and peaceful person. Yeah and people there are so so nice. Uh-huh. Um, like on the second day when I arrived I was I went outside to walk to the school. And then I was walking and I see people smiling at me. I'm like, why are they smiling at me? Like, you know, it's, it's nice of them, but I was confused at the beginning. But it yeah. turned out that this is how they are. They're very, yeah. like, you know, that's how they, you know, say hi to each other. Even if they don't know you, they just smile at you.
0: What a cool place. It is a very nice place. Los Angeles, that's not our culture really in Los Angeles, to go around <laughs> smiling at people.
1: Yeah, sometimes. I try to do it. But sometimes they, they return it back to you. They do. They yeah.
0: Do you it, take risks sometimes and like just have a smile to people?
1: I do. Well, this is actually, honestly, it happened in this building. Uh-huh. But then they don't respond. I'm like, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, get <laughs> I get that sometimes. I don't
1: get it personal. It's just for me, it's like I feel like they were not expecting this. Yeah. So they are processing it. But then when they processed it, it would be too late for them to say, to to return the smile of to say hi. Such a quick, yeah,
0: (laughs) such a quick passing, yeah. Um, That's funny. I try to take a, I try to take a risk and say, hey, you know, we don't have to chat, but I'll say
1: hi. Yeah, however, there are some, some nice also people who are, who initiate the hi here in this building. Everybody here is really nice now. Really Mm. nice.
0: Yeah. So... But they just don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> but I know every single person here. It's gonna be crazy. Like, you know, leaving this place. Like everybody's like a, a little bit of a friend to me. You know. Yeah. There's only a few that I I rarely rarely see.
1: Yeah. How many uh, how uh, residents are there? How many residents? There's
0: forty apartments, and each one of them has.
1: So you probably have each a
0: one of them three. has two, just minus a couple. So there's probably like seventy people here. You know, because most, most have two, like you, Ryan, this nurse, down in 113, she's only, I think, by herself. There's a few people by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have Jack.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Your, your son, I was like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's such an adorable person. Like yeah.
0: Man, kid. what a path. And, uh, I would, jeez. That's so cool. Just to think that, like, you get there, now you need, like, a place to stay. You go check in at your office, like, where your new job is and stuff. That must have been, like, what a relief to have that as your issue. Not, like, fleeing.
1: It's true. It it was, like, easy. And then, then
0: you get five years of beautiful, clean air. Yeah. And just focus on your work in a nice environment where people are, like, really positive.
1: Yeah, they are very nice. I'm going to Utah. That's it, man. That <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> yeah, Salt Lake City is... Okay, so if you want to live in Utah, Utah, Salt Lake City is very nice. It's a mix. It's not just... So Utah, in general, is a conservative state, right? And if you're... Yeah. And when I'm talking about conservatives, um, it's mainly Mormons, right? Uh-huh. Mormons are, again, this, this is what makes Utah, like, beautiful because of them. Other people, like people from outside Utah, they, they, you know, when I say Mormons, they think of them in a, not necessarily in a, in a positive way. They think but that they are very, like, strange. Those types of
0: families are some of the
1: ones I was talking about earlier, when you're like, wow, what wonderful people. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, that's what made me love Utah, and they were very helpful, even when they are, when I arrived, like, there was this woman, this is another story that somebody has to you know shed light on her because she raised all of her her children and her life dream was to get a phd and w- after she raised all of her all of her children she was 60 we both j- joined the same program at the same time she yeah. went to a phd program at 60 You're she finished 24. huh You're i'm yeah i'm 24 she finished and then she retired she 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 wanted to achieve her dream that's all <sighs> what she wanted and she was so helpful. And this is in instructional technology instructional and mathematics. Technology. So, so bef- be- and then I did another major in in statistics. Okay. I so see. I did both degrees in instructional technology Man. and in statistics. Wow, that is awesome. Yeah. Um,
0: and that and her story was pretty cool, inspiring. Her story. She, she had to she really has... focus after all that time, yeah. sixty years old. And I wonder if she how that changes her life. <laughs> I should add her on Instagram. Yeah, you'll you have to give me her name later, and then I'll uh, see if she's on Instagram.
1: Yeah, she she's very fun, very. Um, she must be cool. She has five kids. Um, I don't know how <laughs> many kids she have, but another like a another big, another big Utah family. Another, I come from a big family. Yeah, yeah. They uh, she. I don't think she has, like, she lived in California as well. So she's okay. Uh, she she got from the culture here. From the culture of, of, Utah. All right, nice. Yeah. This is a
0: beautiful state too, isn't it? California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I what, I love California. Like, where have you gone? To, have you gone to like up the coast some? And...
1: Yeah, I've been. Um, so here, the West Coast, I visited all of it. Uh-huh. Uh Like, like Seattle. Oh Portland, wow! All, Portland all the way is, up. Yeah. Portland is like something I really love. Like this state. Okay. Uh, Oregon I and mean, yeah, the city is Portland um california i really love i'm not very happy about the rent i know (laughs) i'm like why do you do that that is such (laughs) like there's a lot of spaces here in california i understand if this is happening in new york but in california i know (laughs) um yeah that takes us back to the idea of greed and Mm -hmm. and that like that too fast
0: like just Everything is so fast. We need more, 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 more. Yeah. More and more. And that's and more what, and more like we want to slow down. It's like because we can. So we, sh- we must. Like we, we got to get more. We got to get more. And that's one of the things about the job that I have that I'm, you know, getting away from just so I don't have to be. So that's not a part. Like if I have to deal with it, like, oh, my rent went up. I'll deal with it. But I don't want to be like the person who's like making it happen. You know? Yeah. Even if it's not my choice, I'm still like, You know that's my energy.
1: Is like, yeah. In the end, I don't want to be surrounded by that energy. You, in the end, yes, you are a human being, and even though you know that this is, not you who's, changing the rent to people. Yeah. You're you're the one who's (coughs) sucking the energy when you tell them. Yeah, I'm
0: like being your like the person who is doing that. I'm being their hand. Mm -hmm. They're using me, and you know. I have way too much responsibility and not enough authority.
1: Yeah. You know? I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, it's like, I'm out. Well, cool, man. And that brings us to um, when you were ready, we had the PhD, you're ready to get a job. You know? Yeah. Did Did you have family that visited
1: you in Utah? No, I didn't. Uh, uh, however, my brother, when I was in Utah, he visited uh, the States, and he was in... New York and Chicago and he... Cool. Did you get a flight out there? Yeah. I went oh, and I saw him there. Um, but yeah, so I finished from Utah. It was very hard for me to leave. But then for me... It's, because of the work? Uh, because of like living five years and, you know, finding... Oh, it, I see. It, when you were, you were know, moving. Yeah. Okay. And so once I found a job here in oh. LA, I had to move, right? But then I'm like leaving behind me uh, like a lot of friends yeah you know, 5 years of beautiful memories um, and at the same time you know it's like leaving your comfort zone yeah like once you're in a comfort zone why do you have to leave it right that's what we all think yeah but honestly that's when when you grow is when you're leaving this comfort zone and mm-hmm. if i stayed in utah yes i would have been maybe a good citizen a good uh employee but i don't think i would have been I wouldn't have had this growth at, hmm. as I got like in, during the last year. You few have? Years. You feel like I, you've did, grown. I do. It's not just because of the job. It's also because of LA as it as it is. You know it. It. Uh, I've never been in a place such as LA, right? And that's something new. So this me this makes you feel like this makes you learn to interact with people from. Uh, you know, all over the world from Mm. different personalities and, um, Mm -hmm. and and that makes you grow. That definitely makes you grow. Um, Yeah. It's not just, uh, you know, about what I'm doing at work. Also at work, I am very happy at my work right now. But at the same time, I don't see myself in LA forever forever <laughs> yeah and you know do you, you tell me would you go back to utah i say no would you go back to lebanon i say no because i don't want to repeat the same yeah it doesn't um, feel
0: like it doesn't feel like a good positive move yeah
1: my like the whole world like there's a huge space in the world why do i have to restrict myself yeah you know i still visit utah you know since i moved from utah i probably the first year i visited utah 12 times in the first year oh. right. and I still visit at, at And in Lebanon I go twice a year so it's not like I yeah. don't want these places I want but I don't want to like I want something
0: that's how you different. all that traveling that's how you went without <laughs> doing oh. the electric well, bill no. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> hey they shut off my electric bill because I haven't paid it in like 13 months
1: but I didn't know that I haven't yeah. I thought like it was uh, <clears> like everything is automated you're automated, just like yeah right?
0: <laughs> that's funny yeah. Wow yeah. and what did your what did your Because your mom came here not too long ago right um, or who came your
1: sister so I had friends visiting oh those were friends so, so. usually friends visit when I tell you like I have friends visit okay yeah so you, you, you so I have like um like friends from Utah they like to visit I have friends from Sweden they like to visit even from Lebanon and but uh, family, unfortunately, for them, they'd be like, well, just you come. It's easier if one person comes rather than the whole family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah.
0: That's cool. You're right. The world is a big place. And you can tell that you have that mentality from, yeah, I'm going to another country right now to, to get to their airport. I have friends from Sweden coming, friends yeah. from Utah coming. Yeah. Friends from, from where else? I, Sweden, from I, Lebanon.
1: So, you like you know and see this is the beauty of the United States Mm -hmm. if you live here and if you're open enough you will be able to have friends from all over the world Uh, because it's a melting spot yeah like even in Utah I was able to meet a lot of people like from Europe from um, Asia from uh, Africa from South America yeah this is Utah and Utah is considered to be like very uh, nobody wants Thinks of Utah when they come to the states. Everyone wants to go to either California or to New York. New York, mm-hmm. uh, but even there, I was able to meet people. So how about L A? You know, like mm-hmm. it's a melting spot.
0: Yeah, it's not just we're not just a two city country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not just two cities and everything yeah. else. <laughs> There's like these states like Utah have have thriving, amazing like culture. That's cool. Um, all right, so I'm I'm really glad that. You did this. I, I want to talk about like briefly. Yesterday, you said that statistics is like applied in strangely enough in like the the Hollywood movie cranking out industry, and you had like you know the ways that they tell like when to release a movie.
1: Isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah. So
0: That's it's like this industry of this town. I was wondering if they know how much to budget for a movie because they know like especially with the franchise type of movie that they have now like part eight of the race car movie you know yeah yeah they know how much eight number eight made so they know how
1: much to spend on number nine so that's they kind of like they do predictions based on their previous data yeah um yeah statistics honestly like this is the area or the era of big data right now and there's data coming from all over yeah especially with the smartphone the computers like you're continuously connect, like companies are continuously collecting data about you. Yeah. And when it, like it could be applied in all industries. It could be applied in inter- entertainment industries, in tech industries, financial sectors. Even could it be applied healthcare. for good
0: and for enlightenment in any way? For good and? And enlightenment. Um, like to, like for like, you know, lawyers have to take pro bono cases or something or, And like the Jewish faith, they're like, they have certain things of charity, like, you know, different churches have ideas of where you're supposed to give some of your time to something. Like, I I think that like statistics, sometimes understandings of statistics would make people a little more aware of, of how they're being, you know, kind of manipulated or,
1: yeah, uh, you know, like, you know. So uh, going back, I just want to make sure that I understood your point in terms of could it be used in a an enlightenment?
0: Yeah, like an enlightening way. Like um, one way that I, I think of would be just when you're reading a news article and then you say, hey, I happen to be a, a statistician and I, I happen to think that this might be misleading people yeah. because a re- if you really approach this from my profession you would you're kind of omitting this certain fact right boom you just helped the world a little (laughs) bit by adding your expertise in that like comment or whatever but um definitely so i guess i'm thinking about that like doing pro bono work (laughs) to help the world you know in something like you know there's like how many people are educated below a third grade level in the deep south you know, like, that type of thing. Like, how, how would we get that data? Who's Who's got those numbers, you know?
1: Um, well, the, definitely the census. Like, when they do yeah. the census, they have this kind of data. And data has been... Like, it's always been collected about these things. However, this is, like, more in terms of consuming statistics. So there's two things. Either you consume or you produce statistics. Okay. Right? I'm producing statistics because I'm a statistician. I'm, like... Playing with the data, many, you know, um, manipulating it so that I can find something in, like some insight. How right? it can be applied. Okay. However, yeah. like some people, um, well, well, not just some people, all of us, including those who produce it, are also consumers of statistics because it's always coming from, like statistics is coming from all over these days, from the TV, from Facebook, from uh, like the articles that's being posted on Facebook, from even... Like, when, you know, when you hear, like, these politicians, and I, you know, keep saying politicians because mainly they use it and they lie using statistics, they say, like, oh, 30% of, you know, the people do this or do that, I'm like... Mm-hmm how do you remember these numbers like you know when you're on stage how do you remember like these exact numbers yeah the campaign seasons are insane (laughs) they're crazy and where did you get these numbers from yeah that's how you would convince me like you just saying you're throwing out a number you're not gonna convince me unless if you tell me how how the data was collected was it Again, sometimes like you can, you can just like your sample would be someone, some people that are, uh, you know, let's say if we we're talking about democratics, they might do a sample just from the democratic people, and you know, view their opinion about a certain issues. Of course, the percentage is gonna be high on. The yeah, certain issue.
0: I mean, honestly, <laughs> honestly,
1: and the same. And it's just
0: about a bit, and when you see it on the news, it's like a business. <laughs> they're just doing things that are. You know, that people are going to watch, you know?
1: Yeah. But statistics definitely could be used in <laughs> industries such as entertainment, like, to do predictions if it's, it's like, let's say if a movie is going to be a hit or not. Yeah. These days, even, like, on YouTube, they are trying to see how, what makes a, a, a video go viral or not. Okay. They have to, collect, like, based on the videos that went viral, what... I'm going to ask you how to
0: make a podcast viral this so time. On which well, ones are the most statistically I able, viable or something?
1: I won't be able. Nobody can, can give you this answer unless if there's data. So, yeah, you got to have the when data. I, when I talk about data, meaning that what people before you have done in terms of podcasts and trying to see, okay, well, this podcast was successful. What are the attributes of this podcast or characteristics is it the length is it the Ah. um like the accent of the the person who's talking or is it is it the um where like the channel of that you know there's yeah i guess i would like like to know know
0: how many of them are low quality at the start like some people have a sound booth and like a sound protective material and they're very they edit it together like mine right now is just run and gun press record and then I don't know, publish it,
1: which is more. I think, in my opinion, this is more authentic compared to, you know, like trying to. Yeah, and I think
0: maybe that'll happen. Like it'll, it just sound better and more engaging mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. But I've always had a real love of just, you know, I, did I tell you I studied journalism in school? No. That, yeah, I so that. I have this, and I've always, even like as a, as a sixth, fifth, sixth grader, I remember just, like having the newspaper laid out in front of me and just like having just really digging the, the sense of humor of, an, of a, a writer, you yeah. know, or the, like the way that they describe something so terrifyingly or, you know, like I, that always, I always liked journalism. Yeah. And then when I got, you know, to college and somebody's like, hey, read this, you know, Hunter S. Thompson or, or this this Jack Kerouac and that's like really run and gun, like it's journalism. They're trying to shed light on the world in a way that's not. It's not like you're a good reporter, so you get a job with, you know, the Post, the Washington Post, or something, and you do and you learn how to be really good for that venue. But it's like journalism in the way that you do it, you know. So yeah. I, in a way, when I hear people do using this platform of podcasting, I'm like, those are journalists. You know, and that's the type that seems to make sense for me right now. Yeah, because I dig, I dig. Like, yeah, there's no money in it (laughs) (laughs) unless people unless people listen. Like, and there's a precedent for that. I mean, some of my favorite podcasters they start off not making a dime at all, but they just wanted to do it, and um, and now they're like, hey, we're sponsored by Starbucks today. You know, and
1: maybe that's why why what makes them successful because. They were doing it not for the sake of money. They were doing it more because they really enjoy doing it. They really like doing it. Yeah. And that's like definitely every one of us likes to have the the cash because that in this uh, yeah in this world that's what we need these days mm-hmm. uh, to be able to survive. But however, for them, like that was a second priority compared. Yeah. What they like or what they don't like. In my opinion, I don't
0: know. Yeah, a second priority, and and you can try different priorities. You know, in your life, you can yeah. prioritize something more.
1: Yeah.
0: At, at a certain time, and so that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So anything else? Did did you have anything funny that happened yesterday or anything? Funny. Yeah. Um, or did you? Was it successful? Did you go out and like enjoy your Friday night?
1: So. Um, was it Friday night last it night? Was, Saturday night Saturday night um, no I went out to my friend's house so that we can go out but then we ended up smoking and staying okay <laughs> yeah um, but nothing, no, yeah, nothing that's great nothing.
0: I love just a nice relaxing night too yeah nice relaxing night man so anything else I mean I think that was like a really yeah um, cool way to talk to yeah, you and of course, get I like a little of your story you did? You. yeah anything else
1: I guess that's
0: it all right we're good if you can think of a name for my podcast later tell me
1: all right yeah I, will do I think
0: I have to flesh it out first and then see see what it ends up being all right well,
1: goodbye thank you so much
0: thank you yeah. deeply this was like it's a weird thing to ask somebody but I, thank you so much